was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Barron. Hey, Mr. K. Lil Barron. <laughs> hey, it's a brand new year. It is a brand new year. I can't believe it. This is the first show of the new year. It is. And I know that um, this is kind of a time when people are they're reflecting, they're mm-hmm. looking back at last year, yep. they're getting ready for the upcoming year, setting their New Year's resolutions. It's a time of reflection yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit, right? Mm-hmm. Did you set some New Year's resolutions? I did. Oh, you did? I did. You're a New Year's resolution setter. I am, and then I break them by February. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so you set some. I'll say I'm not like the biggest New Year's resolution setter. Mm-hmm. I like to... I like to review and think, you know, and maybe meditate a little bit, but I don't like to be tied to a date yeah. when I set my goals. Mm-hmm. And um, so consequently, I, I have never been like a really big New Year's mm-hmm. resolution setter. Certainly, I, you know, I set goals and I try to improve myself and, and whatnot, but I just, it hasn't been during New Year's for me. But for a lot of people, it is. Yeah. And I think for many, many, many people, these New Year's resolutions <laughs> oftentimes revolve around you know the three big things right? yes. eating healthy uh, you know um, exercising, exercising losing a little bit of weight right, right. those are the things well I, those all three are mine thank you well, very much well they, they are from <laughs> you know the vast majority of yeah. it's a very common theme yeah. so with that in mind I found an article on eat this not that it was written by Alicia Tarantino. Oh. And it's called The 30 Worst Things You Can Do If You're Trying to Lose Weight. Oh, great. No, we're not going to go through all 30. Oh, good. We don't have time. Could you <laughs> skip the ones that I do, please? <laughs> we don't have time for all 30 of them. Um, I'm sure and I probably not. Yeah, I probably didn't skip all of them, but maybe maybe one or two of them. Okay. Um, but I did pick out a few of them that I thought okay. were maybe helpful or at least interesting, uh, reasonable. So, number one, th- these are the, the worst things that you can do if you're trying to lose weight. Okay. Number one, you set unreasonable expectations. Mm. And that's so easy it to is. do, right? It it's hard it's hard it's hard to set an expectation or a goal that pushes you but doesn't discourage you. Right. Because if it's too easy, that's not even that's why are we doing that? Right. If it's too hard, then obviously there's the downsides of that too. So so you gotta find that sweet spot. And right. that's not always easy to do, but Finding that sweet spot should come as good news for those of you who feel guilty for not following strict dietary lifestyles. This is according mm-hmm. to the article. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, going vegan to lose weight is is probably not going to work for everybody. Right. Right. Uh, those of us who like, like this is me, you know, we like to eat eggs for breakfast and we want to eat a burger for lunch. Saying I'm going vegan is probably not going to work not. for me, right? No. So if the diet plan that you're following isn't compatible with your lifestyle, the odds are higher that you'll fall off the bandwagon and realistically regain that weight. Mm-hmm. So rather than putting a vegan spin on your omnivore lifestyle, find a middle ground, right? right. So they suggest add onions, peppers, and spinach to your omelet and then order your burger with a side salad instead oh. of fries. So just simple little things. It's it's mm-hmm. the simple little things that are going to make it 
um, sustainable right. versus, okay, January 1st, everything in my life is going to be different, <laughs> right? And, you know, listen, we all do that. January oh, yeah. 1st, everything in my life is going to be different. We all yeah. do. But it is tough to sustain it when we go that way. Number two, they say uh, things that make it very difficult for you to, to lose weight is you go it alone. Oh. So they recommend that once you've decided to change your life, that you ought to spread the news about that. And when you share your mission or your goals with your closest friends or your family, it helps. What, what does that look for? <laughs> <laughs> so you all can tell I'm a loser, right? <laughs> no, no. No, I'm just sharing things that are maybe helpful for all of us. This, no, I, th- I think you're right. Pointed. These no. are not pointed. These are not pointed at you. I think no, you are. Not at all. Really, they're really not. <laughs> no, and I know that. But, but building a support system is important, and you can have people who can help keep you accountable Agreed. to your goals, right? So it's easy to just mindlessly scoop another spoonful of ice cream into a bowl, but if you've told your family that I'm cutting back on the ice cream... Right. And you've done you've done this I and have, had success yes. with it, right? Your yes. your daughter helps keep you on track every yes. once in a while. Yes. So those are the things that they're talking yeah. about. And I yeah. They say if you want to take it a step further, you can find yourself a diet buddy. Uh-huh. So dieters who have a weight loss partner lose significantly more belly fat compared to those who try to slim down alone. This is according to a study published in the Journal of Consulting and Clinical Psychology. So finding a friend yes. that's gonna help you through the journey is important. And and I know you've reached yes, out. Yes, I have a gym buddy. Yeah. And we go. So it's the same concept, mm-hmm. you know, eating mm-hmm. or exercising, whatever it is. There And there is a level of accountability oh, yeah. there. You want to go, not that you want to go, but you go because you know that your friend is right. there waiting for you and vice versa, right? Right. So there's, that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, number two is okay. It is okay. Yeah. No, okay. really, it is okay. <laughs> okay, number three, they say you cut out groups of food. So here, here's this. Oh, is, I don't like that one. Well, this is an interesting thing. You shouldn't okay. punish an entire food group as a dietary villain. Now, we talked about this. It's been a few weeks yeah. ago, right? That was episode 364, if you want to go back and listen to it. But food shouldn't be labeled as morally right or wrong. Right. Right? Even though we all do. Yeah. Even though we all do. So a diet that forbids entire food groups is not only unsustainable, but sometimes it can be unhealthy as well, unless there's a reason. Like if you have right. lactose intolerance or you have celiac disease, we're not talking about that. Those those are, those are uh, other situations. But for example, while eating too many refined flour foods can and does oftentimes pack on the pounds by spiking your blood sugar and never really satisfying your hunger pangs, that doesn't mean that all carbs have the same effect. Right. So in fact, whole grains are rich in energizing B vitamins and digestion slowing fiber. So you wouldn't want to say, I'm just not going to ever eat bread again, for example. But, you know, maybe you want to look at the whole grain version of it instead. So plus carbs are an essential source of energy. Completely slashing this food group from your diet can cause exhaustion, irritability, and lethargy. So don't cut out entire food groups, they say. (laughs) Number four. How about for a month? <laughs> for a month. Well, I'm not sure candy is necessarily a food group, so I think it's fine if you cut well, candy Well, of course out. It's, a ca- it's a food group. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I know that's one of your resolutions, is, and I think that's awesome. Like, that, that's one that would be very hard for me, so. So far, Day. you're doing good. We're just a few days into yeah. the month, but you're doing great. Yep. 
All right, number four, you fall for health halos. Now, th- this is an interesting way to say, um, you, you know, you're reading those labels and then you're buying into some of the things that mm-hmm. are just in the biggest print on the front of the label. So whether it's slapping a product with a sugar-free label or pointing out the food's myriad of vitamins and minerals, marketing claims, this is what we're talking about, okay. not, not the actual facts, but the marketing claims can get in the way of weight loss if you're not actually reading the ingredients and nutritional information. So you see when when dieters uh, perceive a food to be nutritious, thanks to buzzwords like organic or gluten free, you know, those not that not that it's not organic or not that it's not gluten free, but like when they put gluten free on licorice, like, come on, like. That's not a health food, no. you know, gluten-free or otherwise, <laughs> licorice is not a health food, right. but slapping that gluten-free on there, you're like, oh, hey, this is within my plan, right? So anyway, they tend to misjudge how many calories are actually right. in those foods, and as a result, dieters tend to feel entitled to indulge a little bit, which can then lead to eating, they say, up to 131% more calories oh. than you otherwise would. Wow. So you want to be careful about the marketing aspect yes. of things. Again, that's not to say that, you know, if something actually is gluten-free, I'm not even making a judgment on that. I'm just saying those big marketing words you need to just be careful of. Just be careful of. And maybe look at the serving size, the portions. Yeah, absolutely. There's more to a nutritional choice than what the marketers are telling you. Right. That's that's the point I think they're trying to make here. Number five, boy, I think so many of us are guilty of this, (laughs) but you eat while watching television. Yeah. So the big games on the TV is dinner time. Well, that's why they have DDRs. (laughs) That's That's what the article says. I'm not preaching. I'm not preaching. That's what the article says. Press pause. The experts find that when your mind is distracted by other things while eating, such as watching TV or listening to loud music, it can block certain satiety cues from alerting your brain that you've eaten your fill. And as a result, you consume more calories than your body needs, which will likely be stored Hmm. as fat. So I know we all eat snacks or whatever. Um, I think you need to be careful about that too, obviously. But they're talking about eating your meals in front of the TV. Just mindlessly Right. Shoveling in the food well, can be a problem. So I was talking to a friend this week and we were talking about that, about yeah. opening a bag of chips and, you know, just sitting right. down. By the time the game's sleep. over, right. the chips are gone, right? So maybe you portion it out and say, okay, here's a bowl. And you, yep. I, I thought, being, oh. being intentional can, right. can go a long ways. And we've, uh, we've talked about that on the show yeah. as well, you know, and again, labeling foods or whatever it, you know, eat some chips. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Right. Count out every, every package says how many chips is in a serving, right. whatever that is, three, <laughs> two and a half, <laughs> two and a half, 16. I, I don't know what it is, but right. whatever it is, actually take the time to intentionally count those right. out, put them on a little paper plate, put them in a bowl, however you like to do it, put the bag back inside. <laughs> the pantry inside right. the cupboard leave it there hidden away and then go and enjoy those chips right. you know that's that's I think that's what we're talking about I here. do too does that make sense mm-hmm. so just a few ideas to keep you on track if eating healthier or dropping a few pounds is one of your resolutions and mm-hmm. I know that it is come on it's it's all of our resolutions right so might I also humbly suggest that if you're talking about resolutions that you could consider participating in the Huntsman World Senior right. Games as a resolution so I'm I'm just, I'm just going to lob that one out okay. there and I'll just leave it there. But okay. Just something for people to consider. Speaking also of the Huntsman World Senior Games, yes. as we often do yes. on this show, right? Yes. Lil, this year is the 35th year of the games. The 30, 35th time that the games are going to take place. Isn't that incredible? This year. It's amazing. I was in junior high when the game started. Oh my gosh. 
Isn't that, isn't it? It's just, it, it's amazing. So today, to honor that milestone, I thought we might take a few minutes and just remember how we got to this yeah. place. Kind of yeah. go over a little bit of the history and then maybe share some of our thoughts and, and goals and dreams mm-hmm. in moving forward. Uh, and some of the things that we're going to do for the 35th right. anniversary to just celebrate. So so let's just talk just briefly about the founding of the games yes. and just lay a foundation uh, that was built that we have you know been able to build up on. So right. 1987. Right. 1987 was the first year that the games happened. The games were founded by a gentleman by the name of John Morgan. Mm-hmm. And amazing. He is sweet an man. amazing, sweet, oh. just uh, everything Humble. that's good. Oh. Everything that's good is John Morgan. Yes. Like we just, we all love him. We all yes. love him. And didn't he just he's celebrate? 98 this yeah. year. Yeah, 98 years old. He's still with us. He's still just. Oh, just one of the best. But in 1987, he owned a hotel here mm-hmm. in St. George, Utah, which is where the games take place, the St. George Hilton at the time. And he just wanted to come up with a way to encourage, entice, uh, motivate people to come stay in his hotel. Because October wasn't a busy month here. At that time, at it that was time. not. And so he and some friends were sitting around the table just brainstorming ideas. Well, what about this? What about that? And someone came up with this idea of a senior sporting festival and that was the noodle that stuck to the wall you know all these ideas that they were throwing throwing around that idea of a senior sporting event was the one that stuck and so they decided they were going to go for it and um as they were going through this process of putting the games together uh john wonderly there's a lot of johns in this story yes john wonderly <laughs> who we had on our show uh, it's been a couple yeah. of months ago now yeah during the game but he was a lawyer and he was interested in helping get the thing set up so they're writing the articles of incorporation. Uh, Mr. Wonderly comes to uh, John Morgan and says, okay, we want to do this. We want it to be a nonprofit organization. What is it that you stand for? And John Morgan was like, well, peace. You know, peace is a good thing. We're talking about this potentially worldwide organization. We, we think peace is important. Um, you know, health is obviously going to be an important thing. And uh, Wonderly goes, okay, that's good. What else? And uh, John Morgan said, hmm, let me give this a little bit of thought. <laughs> so he goes back to his his wife and his partner at the time, Daisy, Daisy. and says, uh, we're going to start this thing up. We think peace is important. We think health is important. We're missing something. What are we missing? And she was like, friendship. It needs to be about oh, friendship. I so he comes back to uh, Wonderly. They write up the articles of incorporation and the, the mission of the games is to foster worldwide peace, health, and friendship. That was the case in 1987 and it continues yep. to be our driving motivation today. These are yeah. still our guiding principles. When we look at adjustments, at changes, at adding new things, at taking things away, all those decisions are always based on these three principles. Mm-hmm. And if we can find a way to fit them within those three principles, then we take a serious look right. at it. If we can't, then we just set it off to the side. So uh, something that, you know, solid foundation that just continues to this day. So they so they get the articles of incorporation set. They're ready to go. They start their marketing efforts. They start their planning efforts. They met with the city of St. George, they looked at venues, they tried to decide everything, you know, which mm-hmm. sports are we going to offer and what, all those kinds of things. It gets to be about, I don't know, about August or so. And uh, John's like, well, so where are we at with our registration?
Relations. And uh, Sylvia Wonderly at the time was yeah. the executive director, and she's like, we don't have any registrations yet, John. We don't have any. <laughs> that, that was worrisome, right? <laughs> that was concerning. So he starts, John starts thinking to himself, I don't know, maybe this isn't going to work this year. Maybe we didn't give ourselves enough time. So he goes home to Daisy and is like, Daisy, it's not coming together. We don't have any registrations. I, th- I think maybe we should hold off for a year. And we'll, 88 is going to be our year. You know, that's, that's what he says to her. And she says to John, we're going to have these games even if you and I are the only two people who sign up. And so John immediately went and got a registration form. It was all paper at that time. He filled it out with a pen and he paid his you know registration fee, which I believe was $35 at the time. And he got himself signed up. And thankfully, he and Daisy were not the only two. Oh, right. But they were two of the original athletes. And even from the very beginning, you know, the humble beginnings in 1987, there really was a worldwide international uh, aspect to right. these games. So that, you know, they offered about a half a dozen sports and they ended up with just a few hundred athletes that very first year. Mm-hmm. But even in that first year, they had international athletes. Wow. So they had athletes from Europe. Um, I believe there were athletes from Germany and Latvia and, and possibly some other countries wow. at that time. But even back then, the intent was to be worldwide and to be mm-hmm. world focused. And so obviously, over the past 30, four years going into our 35th year that has grown yeah and we now have international athletes from all around the world Uh, well over 80 countries have been represented at the Huntsman World Senior Games on any given year we have you know 35 36 countries that are here and represented so that international aspect of it continues to be with us and thrive and and uh, goes forward but even back then that was not only was it important but it was an area of success right where they pulled in pulled in international athletes uh, over the past 34 years like I said the past three and a half decades the games have grown from you know those very humble beginnings yes. to become the largest multi-sport event for senior athletes that happens on an annual basis anywhere in the world it's the biggest event of its kind on planet earth uh, our record number of athletes now consider again that we started out with just you know five sports and a couple hundred athletes our record number is 11,100 172 total athletes wow. so a huge a huge number uh, especially from humble right. beginnings but again and I, and I like to point this out because I think it's important because you know reference mm-hmm. you know context what's what what does 11,000 mean that's about the same size as the Rio and the Tokyo Olympics right so they have about 11,000 11,200 ish is where they're out in athletes and that's the number of athletes that traditionally compete and participate in the Huntsman World Senior Games as well. Now, last year, as we started the year, we were on target to smash that record. (laughs) We had to take a year off. You remember that? I do. That was a difficult year for us. It was a difficult year. We had to take a year off, but 2021 was going to be our year, and Mm -hmm. it started off with a flurry, right? and it continued. (laughs) So we were on track to have well over Mm 12,000 registered athletes, and then. And then. (laughs) (laughs) We had a little bit of a trouble, a little bit of a problem with uh, the Delta variant of the Mm -hmm. COVID-19 virus, but even with some of the struggles and trouble that we ran into, and there were people that, uh, you know, we were right at at a... the peak of a wave that was right. just coming through with a Delta variant. 
Um, we had a hard time getting the borders open right. to uh, international athletes. Even our good neighbors to the north right. weren't able to come across the border. But even with that, we still stayed above 10,000 registered athletes with 10,171. This is interesting. You might not know this, Lil, but in 2010, 2010, that was the first year that we broke 10,000 athletes. Oh, my goodness. And we have never dropped below that. Wow. Since then. So we're always right in there at about that Olympic size yeah. and a lot of good things. Last year, uh, just quickly, we added three new sports with rugby, indoor rowing, and bocce. Yep. Those were all added for the first time last year. Now this year, mm-hmm. our 35th year, 35th know, anniversary, uh, we opened team registration just a couple of days ago, yeah. a few days ago on January 1st. Lil, we already have 427 oh. registered teams. That's across oh. all of our teams. Oh but gosh. you're talking basketball, rugby, softball, um, soccer, soccer, volleyball. Of those sports, we have 427 teams. We opened at midnight, Mountain Standard Time, by 12.05. 12.05, we already had dozens of, oh. of softball teams. By the time I went to bed at about 1 o'clock, I, you know, I st- we brought in the new year, and we had uh, just a little family get together. But by the time I went to bed at about 1.30, we had over 70 women's softball teams that had already registered. And frankly, most of our women's softball divisions are already full. Yeah. But if you're still interested in competing and want your team to get in, get on a waiting list. Right. Don't just let it go. Uh, get on a waiting list because oftentimes we're able to get people in. So I want to I want to put that plug in there. Um, just a few things. We're running a little short on time, but just a few things that we're looking forward to as far as celebration yes. for the 35th anniversary. And this is not everything. This is not all inclusive, no. but the few things that are coming uh, that are coming up that we're going to be doing throughout the year and during the games themselves. You you know we have a whiteboard that is just clear full (laughs) of small written Mm -hmm. brainstorming ideas Uh, but one of the things that we want to do this year is to highlight 35 different athletes from a variety of different backgrounds Mm -hmm. different sports men women it doesn't matter if you're interested in being one of those athletes if you want to tell your Huntsman World Senior Games story send us an email right at hello at seniorgames.net and then we'll uh, try to reach out to you and see if we can find a way to, to make that happen but that's one of the things we're going to yeah. do to celebrate throughout the year. We are also going to be giving away 35 registration fee waivers. And there's going to be a variety of ways that you can get those. So you want to be connected with us on social media. So Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are at World Senior Games on all three of those sites. We're going to be awarding some of these free registration fees uh, or waivers from social media. We're going to be doing it through email. So if you're not on our email list, you'll want to get on it if you are on our email list don't delete the emails when they come in you know there might be information there about how you can have your registration fees waived from our website so Mm -hmm. check that out that is at Mm seniorgames.net so uh, be aware of that and then right even on this podcast we're going to come up with uh, a few different ways that people who are listeners can have their registration fees waived so subscribe wherever you find your favorite podcasts or you can of course listen to this uh, at once again our website seniorgames.net in addition to that we have some incredible content coming up we've got some big plans to have healthcare experts wellness gurus inspirational athletes all that good stuff we're going to give you our best year yet so once again subscribe wherever you find and then tell your friends yes tell your friends about it a couple of other things that we're going to be doing we're going to have an upgraded shirt for our athletes this year Mm -hmm. so keep that in mind we're going to have new medals that are going to be designed for the 35th anniversary year and uh, just some other great and exciting and fun stuff 
life going yeah. on. So, so lots of good things coming down the line yes. for our 35th anniversary year. Wow. And that's just scratching the surface. There's right. way more stuff, uh, but um, didn't have time to get into all of it. Right. But, but good <laughs> stuff. So um, just coming up this year, I know that you participated, Lil, last year. I did. For your very first time. And you did rowing? I did. Um, have you decided that you're going to continue with that? Or are you going to pick a new sport? Or what are your thoughts? I'm going to probably pick a new sport, but oh. I am going to probably still do rowing too. Cause well, that was it really was fun. so much fun, right? Yeah. I, I yeah. am, unfortunately. You're not old enough. I'm not old enough yet, right? But close. I'm getting closer. You're getting closer. I'm getting closer. I have a birthday coming up. and Your uh, wife can be on our team. She will be. T- I don't know if she wants me to say this on the radio or not, but it's something we should all be proud of, honey. That's right. We should all be proud of turning 50 and being eligible for the World Senior Games. But yeah, she's turning yeah. 50 this year, and I know that she's looking at a a couple of choices as well. So lots of good stuff coming up, things that that we want you to be aware of. The main thing is, is that we're going to celebrate this year and we want you to be a part of it. And just come and have fun with us. Absolutely. You can check out. lots of fun things. Check out all that information at SeniorGames.net. Just a couple of quick things in review. I just mentioned January 1st, we opened our team registration. Mm -hmm. If you haven't got your team in yet, get on it because things are filling up really quickly. If If you do go to the website and you find out that your age division is closed, don't give up. Put your team on a waiting list, and yeah. we're going to do the best that we can to get you into the games. No guarantees, but we're going to do the right. best that we can. On March 1st, 2022, registration for the individual athletes is going to open, so put that mm-hmm. on your calendar. The dates of the 2022 games, our 35th anniversary year, are set for October 3rd through the 15th, mm-hmm. so also put that on your calendar. And again, all this information is available, as well as a ton of other stuff, at SeniorGames.net. For example, we have our latest Living Your Best Life webinar there that's available for you to rewatch. We visited with Dr. Jared Dupree about the psychology of setting goals that stick. Oh. So something you want to check out again, all of that, SeniorGames.net. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. Of course, as you know, we take this live show, we turn it into a podcast, and then you can subscribe anywhere that your podcasts are found. If you're listening by podcast, Take a moment and give us a rating. Write a quick review. You can easily do that on your iPhone by just scrolling down to the bottom of your Apple Podcast app and shooting us a few stars. We would appreciate that. And then, like always, you can find this and previous shows right on our website at SeniorGames.net. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought. Okay. I thought it was applicable for this time of year. Dreams don't work unless you do. Mm. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.